We're going to talk some high school football while a man, Dave Keelan from Friday Night Rivals. Coca-Cola Red Zone rocks it again this Friday night. Those Friday night lights all around the area. High school fans follow the leader on Talk 102.3, Facebook and Twitter, Friday 8 to 11. And our guys uh, from off the bench will be tonight, Jeff Kate and Justin Sims, where they will announce the uh, Center for Sports Medicine Game of the Week. We had a bit of a, uh, a pivot, if you will, for Tyner and Brainerd moving to Saturday afternoon. So uh, they'll let us know which game they're going to cover uh, tonight at 7 o'clock with the off the bench show that's uh, second week of existence and a pretty good show. Now, is off the bench an, uh, uh, an umbrella of, or, or is it uh, an underling of the Coca-Cola Red Zone? I'm confused on that. I, I don't know, but um, obviously the Red Zone's on Friday night, so you had to find another name. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You know those crazy, wacky Kate and Simsy guy. Uh, Dave Keelan joins us, of course, Friday Night Rivals, and appreciate the time, Dave, uh, this afternoon, and... We we uh, talked just a little bit about Bradley Central. Uh, that was a pretty big win, and uh, we'll get to the game we had, of course. But uh, the the punt return by Boo Carter is is just going viral as far as Tennessee fans go, football fans, and uh, pretty another good win. They're the number one team in Class Six A in the state of Tennessee, which is is always impressive if you can compete with the big boys in that league. How's it going, Dave? Good, yeah. No, I think uh, I think Bradley's onto something this year. They're uh, they're playing some pretty good ball right now. They've got some definitely got one of the most talented teams now, apparently in East Tennessee, uh, and and states recognizing that as well. So, um, you know, coming up on halfway point of the season, which seems odd to me as we're in the first couple weeks of September, but um, Bradley's looking really good right now, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing them whenever we uh, we go to. Bradley County on October 20th play Cleveland. Yeah, I can't wait for that one, man. And the odd thing about the poll in 6A is you look down and Maryville's sixth. It's like, wait, wait, yeah, wait a second, what? When's the last time that's happened, right? <laughs> I don't remember it. You sure that's not the you. JV team? I don't know. Maybe it is. But 2-2 two and two Maryville, number six in that uh, in that uh, uh, classification as far as the Associated Press top ten. Uh, pretty big win for Nick Rivers and Hickson that we uh, witnessed over Signal Mountain Friday night. That was a... That was a good football game. Yeah, it certainly was. I, I'm uh, I'm very impressed with what Coach Rivers is doing his uh, his first year as head coach there at Hickson. He's been a part of that program. Was the defensive coordinator uh, last season and uh, has been around that program for quite a while. And um, what he's what he's doing, he's uh, he's doing he's building a culture over there. Um, and I think there was a good there was a good jumping point for this program last year as they uh, they qualified for the playoffs and. Um, I think that was a good starting point for him, and I think he's only adding to that. And I'm uh, I'm very excited to see what Hickson's going to be able to do moving forward. I think he's doing a fantastic job over there. And I tell you what, man, that defense looked really good against Signal Mountain, and uh, they put up some put up some good numbers on offense as well. That was a good sound win for them and region win. So um, they play Loudon this week. So I think we'll kind of. We'll get an indicator of where this program actually is, is kind of on, on where they are right now. But, you know, for right now, they're uh, they're playing well in Hickson. By the way, let me say this publicly. Kudos to you if, if it was your idea, and I'm sure it was. Uh, the, the belt, the wrestling belt that we've got for the, the trophy. Man, these kids love that. I mean, it is so cool to see their response 
when you break out that belt to the to the winning team, and I mean every place we've been, whether it was uh, Red Bank or Marion County, and you know uh, Ringgold a couple of weeks back, and then Hickson. I mean these kids love that idea, and and just that uniqueness of of the trophy of winning that game. So kudos to you and whoever came up with that. Yeah, well, it was kind of a collaboration. I I've been bringing it up for a while, saying, "Hey, well, you know, we uh, we hand out this uh, this cup or trophy or whatever it is, you know, over uh, however long we've been doing this." And I was like, "What if we looked at what if we looked at some of these championship belts?" And they were like, "Oh, we don't have the budget for that. We don't have the budget for that." So you know, and that's that's usually the that's usually the thing is go away, Dave. You know, that's the indicator. <laughs> hey, get out of here. Um, so we didn't have it in the budget, but. Uh, um, since we brought on Dr. Pepper, uh, just shout out to Darren Hodges and, and the and the group over there at Coca Cola United. We've uh, we've done we partnered with them and uh, we try we did it we did it in basketball season for our high school hoops and and uh, we just did a small thing there and uh, I mentioned to him in our last meeting I said man I said it would be cool to have the had the belts for for F and R and he was like what about the helmets and I was like man those were cool too but. Um, this this belt, it's uh, it's pretty, it's it's taken off. And I tell you what, it's uh, I, what I do is I actually I'll go. Um, I just I started doing this a couple weeks ago. I go and I take the I take it take it with me, and uh, uh, I get pictures of the coaches. And I kind of we started doing uh, like a little tail of the tape type thing we put out on social media. And uh, whenever I open it up, I said, "Have you seen our Have you seen our game trophy this year?" And they're like, "No, I haven't seen it at all." So when I open that up, every it's it's funny to see their reaction because they're like, "Oh man, that's cool, that's cool." And then even the coaches are starting to to enjoy it and take a life of their own. I, I went today to, to Sail Creek and talked to Coach Jason Fitzgerald, and I, I showed him the belt, and he says, "Man, we got a couple of those cups." And I said, "We don't have cups anymore." He, <laughs> he's like, "Oh no, we got a belt." He goes, "That's cool." So uh, it's it's taken off and it's taken a life of its own, and um, it's fun. And we will be at Sail Creek for the first time ever. Friday Night Rivals at Sail Creek and Sail Creek hosts Whitwell, an undefeated Whitwell team. So I think that's be a, and it's a region game in their uh, single A region. So that's, yeah, that's going to be a, a really, uh, cool atmosphere. And apparently they're, are they naming the field or what's the deal on that? Are we supposed to not mention that publicly? Sail Creek? Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know if it's a secret or not, but I th- they are they are naming the field in honor of Coach Ron Cox, who, uh, cool? who turned over the they he should. passed the torch yeah. to uh, to Coach Jason Fitzgerald uh, here in February, and 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 Fitz told me uh, back before the season he said, hey, we're we're going to do a thing at halftime honoring uh, Coach Cox and naming the field after him and all that stuff. Is that cool? I was like, man, y'all do whatever you need to do. We, we'll work around you. We're just broadcasting the game. But you know what a fitting night. Um, with uh, Ron Cox, he, he's laid the foundation. I mean, the, the only coach that program's known uh, right. since it started, you know, and uh, now that uh, Coach Fitzgerald's there, they're they're looking to to build, just build on on the foundation that that uh, Coach Cox has has, has started there uh, in uh, Cell Creek. And I went today. Uh, I actually stopped by the got to take a little tour of the stadium. And man, I'm telling you what, it's a it's a first class facility. Um, they that's do over right, by, they've done it right up there, and it is nice. That's by North Hamilton, correct? Yes, it's right next yeah. to North Hamilton Elementary School. Um, yeah, they, they've. Uh, but I think uh, the the ultimate. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much this is out there, but I think one of their ultimate plans is they've got some more acreage by the by the high by the middle high school that they're 
probably going to use that to to build a, a, another stadium closer to uh, to the school with like a track and all that stuff. So, uh, but I think that's future down the road. But for what they've got right now, man, it is a first nice. class facility up there. Yeah, I can't nice. wait to see it, man. I've never been there, so I'm looking forward to it big time Friday night. We'll have that one on CW channel at seven o'clock on Friday night for uh, Friday night rivals. Uh, a little bit about Baylor Lipscomb this past Friday, boy, that was a star studded affair. Josh Heupel was there. There was a, uh, Willie Martinez was there. There was a number of, uh, uh, high profile coaches and, and, and there should be, I mean, you had some high profile players with Lipscomb and Baylor and what a game. 34-31, Baylor gets the win. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of wondered what Lipscomb would be like once they made that jump in the classification up to AAA. We knew that they were talented because they just, you know, they pretty much just rolled through AA like a juggernaut. And, um, you know, that, I think that kind of shows you what the what the divide is between a AA and a AAA uh, team is like in the in class two in the division two. Um, I think that's a that speaks volumes because Baylor's, uh, you know, they're defending state champions, and we, I was kind of curious to see how they would uh, stand up to, to Lipscomb because we know that was one of the top programs, especially in double A, and then they've moved up. So um, I think uh, I think we see that. I mean, this is again, it's that collision course with Baylor and Macaulay, the regular season that we're looking forward to. But uh, this is a as a good indicator that that game's going to be uh, just as high stakes as it normally is. Well, and you're also the Lipscomb story about Deuce Knight. He was a guy that transferred in and then two games, three games into the season, whatever it was, before last week, he says, I'm homesick, I want to go back to Mississippi, I'm going to transfer back. So that's that's throwing a curveball at you too. That you, it's tough to get he over. He wasn't home six. They they wasn't winning, so that's why he transferred. Maybe that's back. what it was. They what <laughs> are just, they? Like just one be and, real about. Are they one and three? Mm-hmm. No, they beat. No, they, they haven't won a game. They haven't won a game. They at lost all. to IMG to Saraland, Alabama, and then I think and Baylor, Baylor. Was the third game. Wow. So that's tough too. So anyway, just thought I'd throw and that. I believe out that's, there. Isn't that three state champs? I don't know what IMG did. Can they win? I don't think they can win the yeah, state. IMG. There's like a IMG's a national name. I mean, right. that's that's one of the toughest teams in the in the country. So, so Sarah Land was uh, a state champ. Yes, they state champ. Yep. Uh, so, uh, really, thanks, uh, Coach Dill, for for setting that up. I'm sure everyone was happy <laughs> Which, about by that. By the way, I don't I don't want to throw this out there. This is completely off topic. Anything? I don't know if y'all have watched the uh, the uh, Max documentary on BS High, which is on Bishop Sycamore. I don't no, know. You I want to caught that at all? No. It is. It is. It is excellent. Y'all need to watch it. It's. Uh, it's pretty impressive. It's. It's very informative, and you know. But it's like well, a lot of these things. It's. It's not like the. It's not like the. What was the uh, the Netflix thing on Florida that they did the what is it, Swamp Kings or whatever they call it? Yep. It's like a, the Florida fluff piece. This is. This is pretty pretty raw and uh, and what they did at BS. But they they talk about IMG Academy at the end of that and. Uh, and just said that there was an investment group that bought IMG Academy for one point two billion dollars. So that tells you there's some what that program's what that program's about. Oh, uh, just for accuracy, accuracy's sake, uh, Lipscomb did have a win over Briarcrest okay, the other okay, week okay, before. Okay. So, well, but still one and three. Yeah, and they ain't used to that at Lipscomb. They no. ain't lost a game in like three years. So, uh, so that'll change some tunes for sure. So, uh, we're looking forward to that. And like we said, we'll have uh, uh, our guys on uh, off the bench uh, making a uh, their big. Uh, 
announcement of who our Center for Sports Medicine Game of the Week will be on the Coca-Cola Red Zone. Uh, that's coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. So, But to your point, Dave, you know, five weeks in, obviously our Red Zone show goes like 13 weeks um, with playoff, uh, a couple weeks of playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, if you start looking at week five, week six, and you're like, we're halfway there already through the regular season, it's... I mean, Bradley yeah. Central's doing what Bradley Central, what we thought they would do. Right. Um, are there any teams out there so far? I mean, we figured Coach Fitzgerald would have Sell Creek in a better spot. He has. He, he does have them in a better spot. But uh, as far as the other teams, are there any surprises out there uh, as far as you're concerned, Dave? Um, I'm still kind of up in there about Cleveland. I want to, I kind of want to know what they're doing up there because Ty Guard, um, I haven't, haven't seen much on them, but I'm, you know, I'm curious to see what they're, what they're like. Um, Walker Valley again, I like to see what Drew, Drew Aikens is doing there. Um, I'm really curious about seeing, you know, Chattanooga Christian, um, and we'll understand more about them next week as we mm-hmm. have them against Boyd Buchanan. Um, we'll see where they are under Coach Grant Reynolds over there and see, uh, if he's able to keep that momentum going with them. Um, but, you know, I think there's there's several teams that have, have been playing playing good, playing better. Uh, I think Notre Dame's one of those teams that's, that was playing a little bit better as well. But, you know, they took a took a tough one last week. But, uh, um, no, I mean, it's just the usual suspects, really. I mean, it's not anything, anybody that's jumping off the page at me. So, real quick, in 5A, and this is the Associated Press, uh, you know, high school football poll in the state of Tennessee, uh, we got a bunch of names, others receiving votes. Walker Valley, as you mentioned, East Hamilton, Ray County, your guys, McMinn County also getting uh, votes close into the top ten. You look at 4A, Red Bank still hangs around at uh, number nine. Now, they were off last week, and uh, they'll they'll go at Signal Mountain this week, uh, but they dropped one in the poll just being off, I guess, to number nine. Um, let's see. Loudon is a team we mentioned that Hickson plays. Uh, they are in others receiving votes. In 3A, not much action in our area. Squatch County comes in at number nine. They had dropped two after their loss to South Pittsburgh from number seven to number nine. And 2A, uh, Marion County, 4-0. They come in number five this week. They stayed five, actually, from last week. And they're having a heck of a year, even though they lost uh, one of their best players with uh, the knee injury. South Pittsburgh, number one in single A. And they continue to do South Pittsburgh things. Uh, 4-0 on the season. Sail Creek slides in there at number nine this hey, week. How about that? 3-1. So we'll have those guys on TV, like we mentioned. In Division Two, you have got Boyd Buchanan ranked fourth, Chattanooga Christian tied with them at fourth. So uh, hopefully both those schools will win, and we can have a number four versus number four showdown next Friday night on the Friday Night Rivals. And then Division Two AAA, you've got McCauley number one, Baylor number two, and uh, it doesn't get any bigger than that, obviously, in that league. And we'll have Baylor McCauley here in a couple weeks as well. So looking forward to that. Dave? We... I will say this real quick. Yes. On, on the on the single A, talking about Sail Creek, uh, moving in the top ten there, you know, I, again, this this Whitwell team, Joe, you were talking about surprises this year. I'd say this Whitwell team may be one of those two to keep an eye on. Um, you know, they've, they've had an impressive opening start. They're 4-0 right now. Um, last week they put up 56 against Lookout Valley, and they're starting to slowly but surely get one, uh, one of their uh, – Key players from from last season back. Brandon Easterly was a young man who broke his leg at about game five last year. He was out the rest of the season, and he's been nursing that injury and getting back up to speed. And 
um, he played in the game against Joe Burns, and Coach uh, Coach Stevenson was telling us he played in Quakey. I think you heard it today on, on the call too. He played five plays and scored three touchdowns. And I said, "Wait a minute! I thought you said he was injured." He said, "Yeah, we're trying to ease him back in." And I'm like, "Okay, if that's easing somebody <laughs> back in, then I'm I'm, I'm very impressed." So, that's, yeah, it's we'll about see. as impressive as we've heard in a long time, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah. You know, five plays, three touchdowns, and they won that game thirty-five to eight. So uh, he scored, you know, over half their touchdowns that half their their, their scores there. So um, keep an eye out for him. He says they're they're slowly but surely working him back in. So I'm like, okay, this that's that's a pretty key part there if if you're just working somebody back in. But uh, keep an eye on Whitwell. I think they're they're a pretty good team. Like I said, there's there's a, a, about four. Obviously, South Pittsburgh is still the the gold standard in that region, but I think there's a lot of playoff position that could come out of this uh, this game this week. Um, you know, could be a home playoff uh, game on the line this week. So, a lot riding on this game coming in Friday. No doubt about it. And I failed to mention, Whitwell is ranked number six in that poll. So you got South Pittsburgh one, Whitwell six, and Sale Creek nine. So we'll have number six versus number nine in single A in the state of Tennessee on Friday night, starting at seven o'clock on the CW. Our Friday night rivals presented by Dr. Pepper and supported by Jacks, our friends at Jacks. Dave, thanks yeah, for the time as always. Go ahead. I'm sure, I'm sure that's probably, you know, Jason telling us that was, there's a lot of first at Sail Creek this year. I'm saying that's probably the first time they've been ranked in the top 10. Has to be. So, yeah. Has to be. So, all right, guys. Look forward to talking to you on the flip side. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate Thanks, you as Dave. always. There you go. Love you, bud. You didn't even mention the Chiefs. I'm surprised uh, you didn't take a shot at that. He's in enough pain. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> to the text line we go when we return here on Sport Talk. But first, uh, it's all about the Chattanooga Burger Tour, rocking and rolling on social media and presented by Dr. Pepper. Yes, it is. Chattanooga Burger.